0: Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. I'm Trevor Keeson. I'm a super chub, and today I am a uh, a comfy shirt boy because I have mm-hmm. a very comfy shirt that is disintegrating <laughs> and used <to laughs> right off of his body. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot. Uh, it used to have some images on it that have just kind of faded away into nothing. I was shocked. I didn't realize that this all mm-hmm. red shirt at one point had something on it. What was on it? It was um, it was Superman. Holding oh, Lois Lane, I remember that shirt, and I was like, "Not again!"
1: She's <laughs> yeah. he, he's, limping his arms, and he's saying, "Oh, not again!" I've seen that <laughs> shirt. Yeah. I remember that shirt,
2: and it's it's an original format.
1: But you, but even when it was brand new, you could barely see it was just dist- it was a distressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
2: it was a faded yeah. look. Well, anyway, my name is Michael. I am a chaser, uh, no last name today, and <laughs> I am also wearing my comfort shirt. This I'm wearing my. My 30 Rock uh, Sandwich Day shirt that says I can have it all on it. This is my my feel-good shirt. Uh,
3: my name's Don Marshall. I'm a big chubby guy living in sunny Hollywood, and I am actually wearing one of my oldest beat-up shirts as well today. We seem to have a theme.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. My name is Dan Oliverio, author, public speaker, and chubby chaser, and I am wearing my uniform, my white t-shirt.
2: It's it's always the white t-shirt or a tank.
1: Sometimes I wear a tank. Sometimes. Yeah. A tank. I mean, I believe in comfort. And yeah. If I'm gonna wear a, if I'm gonna wear a big cumbersome shirt, it's gonna be a white, a white undershirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, I think that is one of your more kind of worn-in uh, white t-shirts. It
1: is. It is at the moment.
0: I've been trying to get Dan to like go shopping for clothes
1: <laughs> for since 10 be- years before the pandemic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we have a show to do. It's been uh, our show? Only five days so, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, someone else's show. What was that show that we were talking about? The awkward pod or no, dead silence, right? Anyway, sorry, you went there for that down. I wasn't there. For that. Yeah. Um, we are going to do our show, even though it's only been five days since we've recorded the last episode. We've got to summon the big fat gay podcast Juice
0: and
1: I get got to it. it. You got I'm it.
2: Juicy. You juiced? <laughs> I haven't finished my coffee yet, so we'll we'll see.
3: Well, from the waist down, yeah. I mean, you could spent do a lot of the day yesterday juicing. <laughs> actually, <laughs> let's just
0: let's get to it's it. Michael, it. just finish that last it's little. You it. can do that in one. Like, okay, thing. hold on. Slurp. Uh,
2: <sighs> okay. Um, this was sent in. So we're gonna be saying this a lot today. This was sent in by a listener. Yeah, we had a lot of that. Um, so thank you very much for for sending stuff in. We love it. Uh, this is something that. I don't know, Trevor, maybe you would have seen it. It would never have come across my radar. I had never heard of this show. Um, In So Dramatic, uh, there is an article about a show uh, in Australia, an Australian show called Hunted Australia. Um, I don't totally get the show. It is maybe, I guess, you have to survive the hunters, and they get a bunch of people. It's sort of like a game show. Or a contestant show. I think it's
1: like Survivor, but um, people, ha- people are after
2: you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so it the, was a little confusing because like there are pictures of them in disguise, but they're talking about them having to run and jump over fences.
2: I think, yeah, you're allowed to use like many tactics to evade the the hunters. So the point is that the uh, one of the two winners of the show is a fat man who was facing a lot of fat, shaming, anti-fat bias, as Dan likes to say. Uh, in the, I think particularly in the finale episode, the hunters were saying things in the show like, well, he will never be able to be able to outrun us or he'll, there's no way he's getting over these fences. And
1: I, I'm not even sure that was just the finale, but it was, well, specifically what is yeah. reference in that Yeah, article. it was this drum having beat having not of, seen the show, yeah, I couldn't, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, couldn't it was this drum beat out. of like, well, he's too fat to really do anything except lose. So, and, but the cool part is that
2: the fans of the show Went to Twitter en masse and called them out on it and said, I can't wait for him to win your show and prove you all wrong, you anti fat
1: sons of bitches. Basically, Mm -hmm. I wonder how much of that is just people love rooting for the underdog, or if in Australia, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. I think that's I thought in Australia
2: they love tearing down the people who are trying to get ahead, who
1: are successful when he's not successful, he's fat yet.
2: Right. I guess. But also,
1: but, but, but my point though, to finish that is I wonder if it's, and if it's that, if it's rooting for the underdog or if there
3: really is this sort of shift, like, Hey, don't make fun of fat people. I also think just in reality shows, right. You don't like watching people actually shitting on other people. Like it, it, it pisses you, you off. Yeah, you want to shit on the people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get to say that stuff. You don't, you know. There is a sense of that. I'm, I'm,
1: I can't believe he cut you off. Wait, I'm, just, I'm about to cut someone off.
2: Yeah. Um, but
1: it was very cool to
2: see mm-hmm. people subverting expectation and showing anti-fat haters what's what.
0: Yeah, it's nice to see, like, I don't know. Usually when there's a fat person on TV and people are very active on Twitter talking about them, mm-hmm. it's not defending them. Yeah.
2: So elsewhere in the news, uh, Dexter Mayfield is just knocking his star is rising. Oh, wonderful!
1: Yeah, Um, I knew him when. Yeah. So, uh, fresh off his role as one of the judges on uh, Dance with Me, Mm -hmm. he was interviewed by Out Magazine. uh, It's part of, I think it's part of their series on like modern dating, dating dating Dating
2: prep 2.0.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and he has a number of things to say about like encountering racism, encountering sizism. Uh, yeah. So the, the advice of basically, you know, you just got to live your best self. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And there's, so it's a, the interview is printed out, but it's actually a video. It's a whole production, Mm -hmm. um, which is really like classy and nice. And there's so much like, you know, the, I think to me, the mark of a great, like well-produced video like this is you get to see them in their element. Mm -hmm. Um, and you get so many different spaces and shots of Dexter, like doing his thing, modeling, doing a photo shoot, swimming Mm -hmm. while he's talking. And while he's doing the interview, um, and so you get more than the kind of experience you would get just like reading an interview with somebody. You could actually see them like living their life while they're talking. And it's, it's really, really cool to experience. And yeah, the main point is like, how do you, how do you deal with and encounter racism and dating? Um, but then wider than that, like, how do you, what do you, what do you want to take away from it? How do you, what advice do you have for people? And it's, his advice was very potent, I think, cause it's very applicable to like anybody, which is you got to look inward first. And, like, if you can do that and you can sort of learn to accept yourself with all of your own flaws,
0: um, it becomes that much easier to project that, um, which yeah. was really heartwarming. One of my favorite things about the video was the, like, kind of, I don't, it's not even fish either. the, like, meshy, yeah. transparent pool outfit. It's sort of like sheer. Yeah, sheer say. black. A whole mood. Yeah.
2: I gotta Um, say,
3: I think it's the first time I've ever seen any large person wearing a see through anything in Out or Advocate or any of those magazines? Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: I have to I have to issue an, a retraction or a correction, by the way. So back, last time we talked about Dexter, which was just a few episodes ago, I mentioned that uh, Here Media had sold out to a different company who I th- was like, oh, maybe they're the ones who are being this progressive. No, they ran out into the ground as well. <laughs> and now it <that laughs> has been picked up by a different group, and they're the ones who are doing this kind of um, progressive content. Lovely. Um, so they've sort of rebranded, redone the whole thing. Um, so thank you to them and nice. I'm,
3: I, I gotta say this, this article and, and the content is not what I was expecting from out magazine. So that makes a lot more sense because yeah. the version of out I know is not the version I, that this. I will is. say a
2: listener called yeah. me on that. So oh, I'm okay. happy to it's admit when I'm wrong. Listener fest. <laughs> I know this episode. Why are we even here?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys should be the ones doing the show.
2: I think
1: they are.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm excited about, so dating prep 2.0 is this series with different individuals talking about dating um i'm excited for the kimchi one kimchi uh kimchi from rupaul's drag race which hmm. none of us watch none so. of us watch i know <laughs> um, we're terrible gays we're bad gays uh you will probably okay so people who don't follow drag race or drag queens might remember kimchi from the whole kind of campaign calling out people on Grindr for saying no fats no femmes no asians mm. Mm. And being very vocal about saying, yes, fats, yes, femmes, yes, Asians. Wow. I'm excited to see that and uh, check it out. Yeah. and Check out,
2: out. Check <laughs> out, out, out. Thank you to Dexter for being yeah. fabulous and amazing, continuing to exist in a way that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, I think it's time. Oh, yeah. I need time? that breeze. I need that cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> Do you feel it, Michael? (laughs) Oh, I felt it. I can't hear, but I think I know what you're saying. It's Fat Watch 2022. Wow, that was
3: loud. (laughs) It was quite loud. My apologies. On my headphones, it always sounds like the eagle is actually flying from my left to the right through my head. That is intentional. Yeah, I, just, I did that on purpose. I'm, I know. I'm just, I feel like I'm a bit of an airhead, you
2: know? <laughs> yeah. If you don't listen to the podcast in stereo, uh, you're really missing out because there is a, exactly one sound effect that actually makes use of that.
1: <laughs> I, I thought that was just me. I, Cause you know, sometimes my head whistles when I walk. <laughs> um,
0: so again, we have uh, a listener sent this in, which <laughs> What? <laughs> gotcha. sorry, Dan kill me with that. <laughs> Continue. Uh, a listener sent in this tip, um, which actually I feel like stupid for not. I, I saw this a while ago and I actually did this, but you can now on Instagram block diet ads. Yeah, this was sent in by a listener,
2: but Trevor went and found a better resource for This it. is yes. Marie Claire then, yes? Yes. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. An article by Ali uh, Head or Heed? Head. Let's say Head. Um, and it's just very, it's to the point, it's very specific um, instructions. It also has a trigger warning at the top for um, eating disorder and body I- image issues. Um, but yeah, if you want to block those pesky slash terrible Instagram ads, Noom is the one that I mm-hmm. see, which is
3: just fucking, fucking new, Noom. Fucking new. Oh,
1: i moved on from Noom. I have a whole new ad ad campaign now aimed at me.
2: What is, what, what, is what is that? One I, don't,
1: I don't I, I an mean, escrow right past it, but it's basically the, it's the one where it's, I think it's the diabetes medication that's migrated. Oh, Wagovi?
2: Something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, nice. the
1: point is they're constant and ever present.
2: So you can go into uh, settings, uh, ads, and then uh, you can click on basically all of the categories of different kinds of ads that you are allowing them to target towards you. Mm -hmm. And specifically the one that you can select to disable um, along with, there's a lot of sensitive subjects that Instagram allows you to Mm -hmm. disable. Um, Things about like, I think parenting is one of them. There's some others, but uh, now um, you can specifically select body weight control as a topic that you don't want to see in your Instagram ads and supposedly they will disable it. Mm -hmm. Well, you can see it less.
0: You're not promising that you're not gonna get it.
2: Well, and I think that's maybe them just like they can't actually guarantee it because if they do guarantee it, somebody's gonna try and sue them for it. Mm -hmm. So, but they do say it 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 should work. And then I think if any company doesn't tag their own product under that tag, it might get through and you might see something that's weight loss related. But it should still help. Yeah. I mean
0: I so I did this a while ago because this first circulated, I don't know, when a while ago. I must think like pre bigger Vegas. It was, yeah, it was last um, year. And I definitely feel like I see less weight loss, ads. but I feel like something shifted more recently where I'm seeing a lot of like weight loss real. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like, Oh, oh. like very macho, like male weight loss mm-hmm. where it's like rap music. And it's like a fat guy working out and yes. then showing like the extra skin, but muscles. Yeah, and it's like push harder. Yeah, I've tr- and you can also like do the whole thing where you select like I don't want to see
3: this topic. Yeah, but it never works. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, the marketing nerd in me. I, I was raised in an advertising and marketing household. Like that was the way my dad made his living. So, um, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during the conversation of that because you know weight loss ads has to be a large percentage of their their marketing income. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it so. has to be. So- well, but I think you sell it to the advertiser as we can get
1: you a higher conversion More rate. More targeted. On, uh, we can get you a higher conversion rate on eyeballs. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good so point. So you won't be wasting your money spreading it out to people who hate you. That yeah. is,
2: yeah, theoretically, that is the big advantage with yeah. Facebook and Instagram now that they are owned by Facebook. I'm sorry, meta. Yeah.
3: I mean, clearly there's already some heavy targeting. When you told me, when you said that, you know, oh yeah, you can turn off parenting ads, I'm like, there are parenting ads? They, <laughs> yeah, they have
2: like a list of, some of the topics are really, really broad, like politics, and then some of them are like, you know, cookie dough. I'm not kidding. Cause I went and did this. I went and scrolled through and there, by the way. So here's a a warning for people who want to try this. I just want to know
1: who is triggered by cookie dough. I want to know
2: that. No, no, no. So the ad preferences that we're talking about two things. So what Don was talking about with like, there are quote unquote sensitive topics Mm -hmm. that Instagram will allow you to block. Mm -hmm. And that's where like parenting might be Mm -hmm. one of them. They had some other examples that she actually wrote in the article, which I'm forgetting the others. Um, But then wait, they added body and body weight control to those sensitive topics that you are allowed to block. Mm -hmm. And then there's a bunch of other categories where they just sort of let you know, these are the things that we're advertising towards you. Um, And and I, I I was scrolling through trying to find body weight control to disable it. Like this article suggested. And I had to scroll so far (laughs) down all of these stupid categories. They had repeats. They had the Mm -hmm. same thing two or three times. And my app, crashed Ah. before i could get get to body weight control so i if you are having a hard time with this i don't know if there's a way to do it on a browser if that might be more stable but yeah just be warned that there's a lot of shit in there that you have to kind of get through to find body weight control
0: i think you can also like if you really if you want to see more cookie dough ads i believe you can also say like i want to see more (laughs) ads like this
3: i wonder if (laughs) facebook does
0: this too because like
3: i am Mm. so sick of noom they they do just
0: want noom to go away well, our main topic is also, it's inspired by a listener submission. It's mm-hmm. true. So uh, a listener sent in an article about this, or was this a listener or was it just you, Michael? No, it was a listener okay. um, sent in
2: about a Hallmark movie uh, called Romance in Style, which is centered uh, around the, the female lead being a plus-size woman who is falls in love with the hot, handsome guy and... The guy falls in love with her and it's, you know, it's a Hallmark movie. Um, but yeah. they made a point of centering the movie around body image and body positivity issues. Well, a-
1: a- actually so much so that she, her job is she is a plus size clothing designer who mm-hmm. is plus size. And he is a the new owner of a fashion magazine. And they have this meeting of minds of like, oh, maybe you should put plus sizes in a fashion magazine. Mm-hmm. So that's sort mm-hmm. of... I, I, it really centers the. the yeah, issue. they don't.
2: They don't skirt around mm-hmm. it, or they're not coy about it ha. at all. Ha, ha, skirt uh, around, shut up! I didn't do that, that on was purpose. Cute. I retract my statement. Careful, <laughs> you'll be pants. <laughs> There's no <laughs> puns here. <laughs> no puns allowed. That, that was so um, cute, Michael.
0: <sighs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway. so uh,
2: before we move on to our our main subject, which was inspired by this article, so thank you to the listener who sent that in. Um, the interview that we found in TV Insider. Uh, with Benjamin Hollingsworth, who is the lead actor in this romantic comedy, is fucking phenomenal. I don't He's know if great. You guys were, He's really great. He holds no punches. I mean, I think this is maybe his bread and butter. I don't know much about his career, but he does look like the kind of guy you would expect to see in
1: yeah, Hallmark romantic absolutely. comedy. Yeah, he absolutely. Is, he is the handsome leading man that yeah. you would see in a Hallmark movie that you'd see on a, on a New but York safe, soap opera. But
3: safe and non-threatening handsome man. Absolutely. Well,
1: and the thing I love about
2: this, because he goes to bat. He has like a speech that you could mm-hmm. uh, you could imagine like inspirational music playing behind <laughs> it while he was talking. And in the interview you mean. The in the interview, what he's yeah. talking about, the reason why he took the role, um, which was he was like, I just had a daughter like a year ago, and I if I can contribute to a world where women can just exist in their own bodies without the kind of judgment that plus size women face, yeah. I want to contribute to that. And he goes on and on and on. And it is Really cool because I think it's easy to see, like we did this with Matthew McConaughey who was an A-lister, but he was in all of the romantic comedies and you assume that he's an airhead and you mm-hmm. assume that yeah. he's talentless and you assume people do it with, um, the, the British guy also, uh, Hugh, Grant? Hugh No, uh, um, Grant. Um, no, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, you have assumptions about the actors because of the roles they play. And especially for something like a Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really cool to see somebody so vocal and so, um, eloquent about the subject. Yeah. So this inspired.
1: Yeah. So then I I did that thing. You're not supposed to do. I started reading the comments. Oh, what was getting me is, you know, not just the like, oh my God, you've got a fat person that you're not beating on. This is controversial because you should be. There is, there is some of that, but what I got interested in and how I pitched this as a main topic for us is what were the people who were standing up for feet fat people
2: uh, yeah. saying.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, if you don't mind, I'd like to take like 30 seconds or less and just acquaint everyone yeah, with what let's, I'm talking let's, about. Let's it. get in mm-hmm. from do it, do the top do down. So, all right. So here's an initial one where a doctor, and we know they're a doctor because it's K period Sachs MD is, is the, okay. is the, I don't know, the, the that, identifier. That makes it real. It makes mm-hmm. it real because they're an MD, <laughs> but it, you know, it sounds consistent with that. Arguably K says, arguably one of the worst possible messages to send to young people, meaning the movie. Body positivity is a validation to lead an unhealthy lifestyle leading to a myriad of illnesses and likely early death. There is no upside to this. Stars such as Chrissy Metz and Lizzo are deplorable role models. Okay, so that's that's sort of par for the course. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the response, Mm -hmm. which is, says Liz, Do you realize that often obesity is due to mental health issues such as depression, right? You realize that helping someone feel good about themselves will only make it more likely that they will be healthy in the long run. This actress, and then here's the other part. This actress is nowhere near the size of Chrissy Metz or Lizzo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And basically like, Mm, no, that is not how you refute this. Right. Or here's another example where uh, Linda. There's a lot of L's. <laughs> women with L's. Uh, <laughs> really read this stuff. Being very. <laughs> there's Linda, Lydia, Lydia. Well,
2: there goes three and a half percent of our audience. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so Linda says, I applaud this movie and foc- and its focus on uh, body positivity, contrary to several of the men, women, and supposed doctors' negative comments about focusing on gluttony. They have no idea what they're talking about. And then Becky says. I don't disagree, but I feel that young people who find themselves in that situation are the product of poor parenting. Oh, delightful! So, so it's oh, like thanks, yes, Becky. Yeah, and he, and then do you realize your name is Becky? <laughs> Becky, and then Lee, and then Lee, another L name, comes back and says, uh, "It sends a, this is this is just." Mm sends a false message to chubby teens this movie does uh rather than inducing them to get healthy in a balanced feeling uncomfortable in a plus size is disastrous for high school girls often leading to social ostracism and promiscuity to feel attractive and accepted and so basically the idea is like you know fat girls have it do have all these unhealthy behaviors because of their plus size so clearly the harassment did
3: he also just call fat girls slutty
2: i think
1: yeah promiscuous yeah. And often promiscuity to feel attractive and accepted. A lot of teen girls watch Hallmark. Uh, this is a damaging fairy tale movie. Okay. So, anyway, so yeah, my point was, is. Yeah. So, the subject is how you respond to comments like
3: the, the doctor, the doctor mm-hmm.
1: of like, this, mm-hmm. this massive is massive quotes. And because sometimes how we respond, like, you know, like, how dare you make fun of fat people? That person isn't that fat. Yeah. Like you sort of missed the boat there. Or it's yeah. Like the um or like how dare you blame fat people for being fat? And I mean, some of you're
0: just crazy. So the yeah. <laughs> the drug company whose name I refuse to learn, Novo Nordisk. Norvo Nordisk has the whole campaign. It's bigger than me where it's like fat people are human. So And, you know, they're sick, so we should be nice to them, and then they can buy our drugs. (laughs) We Um, all agree that obesity is killing people, but do we have to blame them for it? It's like, well, but, 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 hold on. (laughs) It's, and it's so just like this weird, like, does, okay. I I know, Dan, I was explaining this to Dan. Did anyone else see the uh, Mary Jane defending Spider-Man meme, where it was a screenshot from a Spider-Man movie, and it's like, so the, the format of the meme was like defending someone, but doing it in a way that insults them, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like gets it wrong. And uh-huh. like the best one I saw on Twitter is like, hey, he uses she, her pronouns. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah that that sums it up pretty well actually yeah. uh we're just like so like wow you're just
1: <laughs> so not getting it yeah. yeah
0: so what do we do about it yes that's the twist
2: well like, I thought,
1: how do what we... do we do
3: about it have we ever been in this situation mm-hmm. and i i my horror is that i know i've done it i don't remember doing it but like for me i am i some people who know me might know that I'm mildly political. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just eyeing <laughs> because my soundboard so and seeing. And so like, okay, <laughs> there we go. I I am sure, I don't remember doing it, but I am sure at some point I have called Donald Trump fat. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I think fat's an insult. It's because I think that is something that would hurt his feelings if he heard it. Yes. And, right? and he's reading every comment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, Thinking back, realizing that I've done that is wildly frustrating, but I am simply stating that and outing myself to say that I understand, right? Yeah,
1: and I I have some, I mean, this is the, there wasn't even an article about this. I think there's been several articles about this where, you know, the left is so good at not, you know, trying not to step on people, but they have no problem saying like, oh, big Donald Trump, that big fat idiot. And he's Mm -hmm, so fat, you know, he lives in Mm Mar-a-Lardo and all these ridiculous things. and I took issue with a friend who did this. And I, st- I I was like, stop using body shaming as an insult to mm-hmm. people. I don't care if you hate, like, it's not okay to body shame people. Like, oh, well, it's okay. Cause I hate that person. Mm-hmm. No. And I, my, the thing I pointed out was no, they're not going to hear it. They don't care. But everybody on your social media feed who does hear it mm-hmm. now yeah. gets the message that being fat is an inferior thing to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. because it just goes, you know, because you know, fat and
3: stupid, fat and lazy. Nobody says, nobody says like thin and stupid. Nobody says short and stupid. And and it's easy to sort of say like, well, me just saying it once or twice, like that doesn't mean anything. I'm not contributing, but it doesn't matter. Like it, it's still going to sink into sort of the background noise of all this. Nobody remembers any one individual comment. No. Yeah. They just remember sort of the wave of stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you contribute to that wave, yeah, you're validating it as an insult. And you're hanging that 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 insult is already hung on your belt. Yes. Like it is part of you. So great. Good job.
0: Yeah. You know? My response to the whole like Trump fat insult thing, which you know, we had four years of that, maybe a little longer, was like, there is someone who is just giving you so much because everything about them is mm. terrible. Like you, there's just and and he's just like was such a buffoon. And it's like, really? You choose that out of anything, any number, any number of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think this comes from a lot of people who are very conflicted Mm -hmm. about fatness where they're not willing to say, you're not going to take the point, the point of view of fat people are always healthy because that wouldn't be accurate, Mm -hmm. but you're trying to take the point of view of fatness and health are independent variables Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to try to de-link those. And You like if I were arguing, like like, uh, Trevor's mother has this fantasy where I debate Bill Maher about,
3: about
1: (laughs) 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 like it, it is actually if you try to debate the fat equals death paradigm with someone like this doctor, you're probably not going to get very far because it's going to turn into this study versus that study. And what about this study? It's going to devolve into that very quickly because it's sort of like arguing, yes, there are aliens. Just look at the tin foil on my head to prove it. <laughs> there, you're not going to be believed. What I find is a far more atta- uh, uh, effective vector of attack is to get underneath, okay, let's say it is unhealthy, but there's plenty of stuff... That's unhealthy that you have no problem with that. You don't like, I, w- I was talking to Trevor about Riverdale you know, Riverdale is a bunch of young people who go to, a, who go to a restaurant, eat eat soda, pop, drink soda, pop, eat hamburgers and milkshakes, and then go to the basement to have alcohol. And nobody is saying, I can't believe they're promoting this unhealthy behavior among mm-hmm. teenagers. <laughs> nobody is or concerned the with the health video aspect. Video game violence. Argument. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but what I'm saying is it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen that we see a a hamburger and people write in cards and letters, I can't believe you're promoting cholesterol. It only happens with fat people, and that's why it's called anti-fat bias, and that's why it's a fat prejudice, because you're not applying it universally. It's not about health. It's never about health. What's
3: also interesting to me is that the only time it provokes anger is when fat people are portrayed as being happy or comfortable or excelling well because they should be properly if miserable. Mm-hmm. if if a fat person is shown in a show as being miserable and suicidal and punishing themselves you never see them coming out and saying like why are you portraying this unhealthy person oh i think mm-hmm. you're talking about season one of this is us i'm not i'm not i'm not labeling anyone as, yeah. as god Branham
1: <laughs> famously said i can't wait till chrissy metz loses weight and gets a character so if you're going
2: to respond to this so there's the you know let's get at the underlying issue which is that it's not about health not about mm-hmm. it, right no. so if you know if i were to go onto that comment thread and respond to not to the doctor but to the lady who's responding to the doctor
3: ah that's mm. the, the the first response i had to one of the women was like well she's not really that big I was like oh well at what size is it okay to start bashing on them you know, because mm-hmm. that's what it says, says to me. It says that there is a threshold where you'd find that acceptable. I
1: think you know? what you'll find, though, is the response. Like if I if I said to that woman, uh, well, then clearly you think there is a size at which a woman is too big to be a leading woman. She'll agree with you. And she'll agree with you. She'll say, yeah, yeah I don't want them to be gross. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their own idea what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, we it's... This thing we talk about, like, oh, it's Hollywood fat as opposed to you know American mm-hmm. fat as opposed to European fat. You know, fat is a localized event. It, it reminds me of like the this happened with with gay men of like you know, uh, well, I'm I'm gay, but I'm not one of those gays. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those promiscuous gays, one of those whatever the whatever the undesirable behaviors. You yeah. know, the, with the gays you Slam- see in the parade. Yeah, whatever the or the like, you know I mean, the kind of gay who comes out at work. I would never be one of those. <laughs> i
2: would <laughs> force it on people yeah mm-hmm. and and
1: so it's it's and you we do this with any stigma again it's not about health it's about stigma mm-hmm. and so it's it's expected and, and natural that everything we're seeing in, fa- in the phatosphere is what is is in line with other stigmatized
3: groups and behaviors i mean in some ways to me it sounds like people that are you know still on the journey but they've they've only taken those first few baby steps towards acceptance right like it's the gay thing that you were talking about, right? Mm Like I'm, I'm a very socially acceptable gay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Um, I am still within lines of societal norms. And it's only when you start stepping outside of that, each baby step away from societal norm gets you a little bit more hate.
1: You know what it makes me think of (laughs) Mr. Political is (laughs) it it makes me think of the log cabin Republicans. Oh yeah. Yeah, Where, you know, they're, they're a bunch of gay men, mostly Mm -hmm. men, some women too uh, inside the Republican party. Mm -hmm. And they are, but you know, they got thrown out of their own party and they stayed with it and they stayed with it because
3: they were the good gays. Mm. Yep. Like, look, 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 fellow Republicans, we may be gay, but we care more about taxes than our sexuality. Uh Please like us. That was literally it. And the the Republican platform uh, as of
1: 2016 has been no gays. Mm -hmm. No gays.
3: Yeah. And they're still there. Mm -hmm. I don't
1: understand it. Okay. Anyway, well, they've I'm, lost a lot of members, but but I guess what I'm saying is that to me is very resonant with this woman who says, "Well, she's not that fat." I want a cookie for not going on a big rant
2: right now. <laughs> I earned a cookie. Don, don't promote cookie eating as a reward to our audience members.
1: That is a dangerous behavior, especially for for girls who might not get dates because they're eating cookies.
2: No, they would go on too many dates because they're eating cookies. That, that's, well, that's the alternative. They are cookie defense. promiscuous. They're, they're cook, they're, you cookie slut. They're cookie. Oh, hurt. boy. Oh my God!
3: I am a cookie slut.
1: <laughs> well, apparently you'll do anything for. Goodness. I love a good cookie. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. Anyway, he, on. He,
2: thats not an euphemism. He means cookie. If you give a don a cookie, <laughs>
3: There better so, be chocolate. It's all I'm saying. I am pro nut, by the way. What
0: about, we know.
3: <laughs> what about?
0: So, moving aside from the comment section, what about confronting this in the Chub Chaser? Gainer and community, oh, like, it's so there. It's so of like there. chasers who are like, well, yep. you know, I like fat guys as long as they're healthy. Yeah,
1: I like fat guys as long as they're healthy. I like fat guys as long as they don't gross me out. Or my very favorite, you're getting off on his rolls that night, and then the next morning you're like, oh, are you going to eat that? Like <sighs> Chubs have told me of that behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like you know you really loved how fat I was last night, and now this morning you're like on me for having pancakes instead of oatmeal.
2: Well, and how many of those guys would exhibit the same behavior if they weren't also being so careful about what they ate and
1: how they looked? Mm. You mean the chaser? The chaser, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's clearly... What they're going through, yeah, it's their own body dysmorphia and fat phobia, absolutely. Yeah. And the and that by the
2: way harkens back to what Dexter says, which yes. is examine your own shit. <laughs> yeah, be at peace
1: with yourself, and guess what? You won't spill it all over other people. Well, you know who I'm worried about though, and and maybe this is a non-existent creature, and I can stop worrying. But I'm worrying about the chub who also has feelings of guilt and self-loathing around their diet or body. And they're like, oh, well, he's a good guy. Cause clearly he's giving me shit because he's worried about me. And that's the kind of guy I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Clearly he's not a chaser who's overcome by his, his desire. He realizes that my body is problematic too.
2: We had somebody write in about that. The first yeah. Valentine's episode, mm-hmm. somebody wrote that to us. And it was like, because it was the, the issue at the time was like, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want somebody to fetishize me, you know? And he's just so attracted to my belly. It's like, well, but like, hold on a second. Like,
1: (laughs) that's probably a lot of
3: your body.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And also like at what point is attraction fetishizing? It's your comfort level. Right. So
3: I'll also say though, it's, I feel like this is more damaging when it comes from a chaser because by that point when I've gotten closer, when I've gotten closer to someone to that point, I have started to let down some of my guards. I have started to trust. Yeah, because right? if you'd gone out with your thin friends, you would have had the oatmeal for breakfast.
1: <laughs> Maybe, you know. I mean, not me,
3: but I understand saying. what you're but saying. That
1: goes to your point about but, letting down your guard. Yeah,
3: but it, like, so someone yeah. that this is, I'm trusting you. You're in my inner circle. I am. I am hearing you in a way I don't hear other people. Mm. And I'm hearing that you, as someone who values me partially, at least for my body, Sees my body as still being somewhat unacceptable and needing to be controlled mm-hmm. you know and that's well, and it also
1: is to me it's directly reflective of the chaser mentality of like you are so not at home with this, mm-hmm. you have not made your yeah. peace with your desires, yeah, yeah, because you your desires are you know mitigated by like well what you know if he's healthy, if he's this, that, or the other thing, if he's a good fatty,
2: yeah. Speaking to the food for one second, um, which I'm happy to talk about food. All that. No, (laughs) you stop it. You stop it right now. I will shame you with sound effects. Um, I think
1: I just made one. (laughs) um, You know, I'm soaking in it.
2: Anyway. So the, the experience of sharing food with your partner, which is Mm. something that I've had many, many different iterations of um, it's extremely intimate, I would say. And like, You know, it's casual in one sense because you're just eating together and you have to eat every day, right? And so if you have a partner, you're going to eat with them most of the time. Um, But if you both have your own issues with food and maybe binge eating or just comfort food and then somebody starts to feel guilty and then that starts to fall out on the other person and you you both go from just experiencing a good time together like, hey, let's eat and watch 30 Rock to – you know maybe the other person's like oh i feel terrible now and you know you kind of interesting bleed out onto each other's experiences and if one person's doing really well with their body image and the other person isn't mm-hmm. you kind of take that on and like that's that struggle back and forth has been a thing for me for basically my entire adult life um but i feel like i've come to a much better place with it now
0: um i think there's a lot to say here and i'm curious um listeners if you have any experience mm-hmm. confronting this, or maybe if you want some advice about how to do it, uh, yeah, send it to our mailbag.
2: Yeah. Um, big fat at
0: gmail.com or you can write us,
2: uh, through the website. We'll tell you that at the end of the show. Do we have a tip? Do we, we don't have a tip today.
3: No tips. What about a bit? We do have a bit <gasps> shock and surprise. Yay! All right. Uh, so when people of the fat community use the word fat to attack other people, or when gay people use the word gay as a pejorative, we're hurting ourselves in our effort to hurt others. There are more than a few words or expressions that mean this or something close to it. So uh, each of our questions today deals with a word or phrase that deal with this concept. Okay. okay? Oh. So I'm going to give you some hints. Buzz in when you answer when you think I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Number one. Uh, this one. This one's actually kind of a tough one. We're leading with a hard one today. Okay. Uh, a type of win named after an ancient general. Oh
2: type of win a type
3: of win okay uh won a great battle against the romans you mean pyrrhic victory that is correct i didn't think that was the general i thought that was the battle uh the the name of the general was pyrrhus oh all
1: right My so wrong. yeah
3: it is it is a, so a pyrrhic victory is a going off and winning a battle and losing so much in that battle that yeah. you lose the war yeah right uh question two it's an expression meaning to be destroyed by your own evil plans Oh, uh, Buzz, yes. hoisted by your own petard? Why, Michael, how well done. I thought that was going to be a hard one. Good one for too. you. I knew that one, too. I, <laughs> and we can, would you like to go into the, into the definition of petard? <laughs> I, I have Those were my later go ahead, hints. Go ahead. Uh, it literally means to be lifted up by your own small bomb, yeah. right?
2: The, I, so I know the word petard from Age of Empires 2. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know the phrase from Family Guy. Stewie says it. So there you go. There you go. That's how I knew. Well,
3: well this, Dan, this is, gonna is be like a what? very short bit today. All right. <laughs> uh, question number three An expression meaning to hurt yourself a lot to hurt someone else a little. Oh. An expression may have originated with a group of English nuns who were afraid of being raped by marauding Vikings. Oh, dear. <sighs> Warning involves graphic description of self mutilation. Oh, I know part of it. And four, the final hint is as clear as the nose on your face. Cutting oh. your nose
0: to spite your face or cutting... cutting off Yes, yeah. Trevor
3: got it there. Cutting it off your nose to spite your face. It's a three-way tie. <laughs> we got one each. All right. Um, question number four. <gasps> Our final question for the day. Dum Our dum tiebreaker. This time you got a buzz. If you say the answer and you don't buzz, you don't get the Okay. Buzz. Uh, Expression that involves accidentally throwing away something of great value.
1: Dan. Uh... Throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Yes, that uh, is correct. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: That's this just, is a very Dan. Bit. It's a very Dan. It's Dan a Dan very Dan. Yeah. Dan <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we, we all. The, yeah, we, yeah, no, but Dan does like a crossword puzzle every day. <laughs> oh,
3: at, at least one. Gotcha. If so not, which like, is
0: multiple. all idioms and euphemisms.
2: I just and... thought
3: it was interesting how many expressions we have in the English language that do. I mean, they're all variants on it, but they all deal with sort of the same thing. Well, we have like, to catch up with the Germans and their psychological terms. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do something.
0: Wait, wait. Okay. So was a baby ever thrown out with bathwater? Is there like a historical instance of that?
3: <laughs> no, it's apparently descended from a German expression that crossed over to English in the late 1800s. Uh,
0: well,
2: well, <laughs> Take dear that, listener, Take have ben you ever scholars? thrown
3: out a baby with bathwater? We can set a historical precedent <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> Trevor, where can they let us know about their
2: baby bathwater <laughs> shenanigans? <laughs>
0: well we're on instagram and twitter as at big fat gay podcast we're on facebook as the big fat gay podcast five stars there five stars on itunes five stars everywhere thank you to our new review by the way post bigger Vegas. We oh appreciate cool it. How's uh, support us on patreon we have stuff now yeah. <laughs> um there's things there see the articles we talked about at www.bigfatgaypod.com yeah yeah. Well, listener, maybe uh, maybe you're a hunter and you're you're hunting. This is like the show we <laughs> talked about that none of us have seen, <laughs> and you see um, four individuals in big wigs and dresses and oh no, gloves in there. Ooh, you yeah, boys, and it's us. So <laughs> watch out. <laughs> 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 you
2: <laughs> I mean, the problem is, I never know when he's gonna stop vamping and, and toss for the watch out, so I'm waiting.
1: Maybe you should do a gesture. <laughs> Just cue me. And. <laughs>